0: Hey, what's up? I am recording this intro because I recorded this episode with Vubang earlier in the evening. And as you all know, free agency, it comes at you quick and just got news that Gary Payton II signed with the Portland Trailblazers for $28 million over three years. And, you know, I'm bummed. I'm bummed that he's no longer going to be on the Warriors. But I said in previous episodes, you know, if he gets paid, if he gets a better deal somewhere else, you got to go, got to take it, right? I mean, he's 29, 30 years old, and he's been a journeyman his whole career, and he finally got an opportunity to to get a long-term contract. You know, he earned it, right? Like he was barely on this Warriors roster beginning of the season and you know i mean it's a great outcome for him because remember after the after he got fouled by dylan brooks that dirty foul in the playoffs he broke his elbow and there were some people myself included who thought that it could have been a career altering injury right that's his shooting elbow luckily he came back for the finals and he not only played, but was a huge, huge part for the Warriors and helping them win. And, you know, he got a ring, he got his uh his title, and um, you know, he's moving on. It's gonna be tough because the Warriors they're still gonna need they're still gonna need that point of attack guard who's gonna pick up all the younger, quicker, shiftier guards that you know, maybe you don't want to put Steph on, you don't want to put Clay on at their ages, you don't want to waste Wiggins energy on those guys. So maybe Ryan Rollins down the road could have been somebody that gives those minutes. And I said previously that maybe he was some Gary Payton the second insurance. I don't think he can contribute right away, especially now that he has a broken foot and he'll miss summer league and probably get behind in his preparations for being in the nba but you know with rollins maybe by second half of the season you can throw him in there for stretches and he can give you a little bit of defense but maybe the Warriors will find somebody else who knows but this is part of trying to keep a championship team together and you know congratulations to gary payton the second and you Very much appreciate what he's done in a Warriors uniform and what he's brought to the squad. And, uh, you know, same with JTA. We talk about him in this episode a little bit, but, uh, you know, JTA, such a great story from Oakland, just that whole thing, playing for the hometown team, making the squad, getting his first contract, his first guaranteed contract with the Warriors, and now he's moving on to the Lakers. So, you know, wish him the best lakers not so much anyway that's it for the rest of this tacked on intro and enjoy the rest of the episode yo what up welcome to another episode of the oakland warriors podcast i'm patrick and today after like 20 years uh Bubang is back on the show what's up Boobang?
1: yeah thanks for uh bringing me back um you know, I think that I I'm only really good there in the off season. So this is this is where my butter is. Uh, what my bread, my be, my my bread is. Buttered.
0: <laughs> this is where your bread is buttered, huh? <laughs> yeah, my bread is buttered this way. I mean,
1: I've only been. A, a, my greatest time as a Warriors fan is usually the end of June through July and August. So yeah. I'm this the beginning of June.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is like a, I I always forget. I mean, the draft is always fun, of course, but like free agency, I usually just forget how actually entertaining it is. And like literally like every year it's just, it's, you know, entertaining either because something interesting happens for the Warriors or just some crazy NBA drama. Like I remember when um, everybody was trying to get Kawhi and then he held off pretending that he might go to the Lakers. And then, then everybody else got signed. And then at the very end, he said, now nah, I'm going to go with the Clippers. And there was no one left for the Lakers to sign. And then uh, this year. I do want to just start off with uh, the weirdest thing of the day. I mean, maybe it's not that weird in hindsight. But Kevin Durant saying he wants out of Brooklyn. We we talk, We don't want to get too deep into this because it's neither here nor there. But I do want to get... Your thoughts on just the whole situation, and just uh, you know where you think it will end up.
1: I, I just think it's hilarious that the ESPN free agency uh, special had to start an hour early, like before they expected to, just because mm-hmm. this news dropped. I mean, that mm-hmm. was that was hilarious. I thought that was. I wish I was there for it live to see it happen. Um, but my initial thought is, I mean, this is the gra- this couldn't have been a better off season, right? My initial mm-hmm. thoughts about this off season are. There's nothing better than to be in the offseason when the Warriors have just won a championship. I think that's what everybody's thoughts are. But what mm-hmm. I think people aren't really talking about is the Warriors are also, for the first time in many, many years, completely healthy. And yep. so you have both of those factors coming in. And then you have this Durant situation blowing up. Like, I don't, I mean, this is this is an amazing position. Oh, sorry, I forgot Rollins is injured with his uh, fifth Marta Metamucil or whatever it's called uh, the, the the bone that connects the, the small toe to the ankle as I read. But yeah, I mean, this, this couldn't have gone any better. I just love watching this and I can't wait to start talking about where Durant might end up, but I do want to say the warrior spin is, I just love how a third of the conversations are about Durant getting traded back to the warriors. Just want to note that while Ben Simmons is on the nets because he signed a rookie extension deal, I've never heard of this in the CBA before, but because Andrew Wiggins is also on some sort of weird rookie extension deal, you can't have more than one player with that contract on the same team. So Andrew wow. Wiggins cannot be packaged in a contract for Durant. I can't believe we're even talking about this. If Ben Simmons is still on the team. So he Ben Simmons would have to be in the trade.
0: Yeah, I had no idea. That's a weird rule, but yeah, I don't think that Kevin Durant should even be getting anywhere close close to the Warriors at this point. I said this in the last episode that all these Kevin Durant rumors that were going around last week, it's, it's just silly. And, you know, he said that his uh, desired destinations are once again, the best team in the, the record wise in the league, right? When he came to the Warriors, there was 73 win team. And he wants to go to the Suns or the Heat. I I have no idea. I I wouldn't mind seeing him in Portland just because I'm curious to see what it would be like if he played with Dame, even though that's in the West. But the, the thing that I'm actually scratching my head about is you know where Kyrie is going to end up because he's saying he wants to go to the Lakers and how's that going to happen? I don't know. It's the getting into all the 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 leverage and like how to make it work. It's it's kind of a a headache to some extent, but. You know, we're on this big group text, right? And and it's funny to me because we were just all going off on, on this uh, KD news. But to me, it's just like all this chatter about how KD is, you know, seeing the Warriors win another title without him, that there's maybe some some pettiness there or whatever. Who knows? I don't follow that stuff. But just the fact that if it weren't for KD agreeing to that D-Lo uh, sign and trade and everything... Then, you know, he could have just signed with the Nets outright as a free agent after 2019. Uh, That is exactly the reason why the Warriors were able to make enough moves to be contenders, you know, to make their roster a little bit younger. And it gave them Andrew Wiggins, it gave them Jonathan Kaminga, and it gave them flexibility moving forward, at least trying to plan a couple years ahead.
1: They did get a pick out of it.
0: They did. They did. Yeah. The Nets got it. Where is that pick now?
1: <laughs> I, I'd have to go deep into the research for that. I, I do think that websites that that explain where pics go should actually be better. uh Should get better UI because it's like you're looking at a spreadsheet that was uploaded onto Web 1.0 when I'm trying to research who has whose pics. Anyway, I think it was heavily protected, as I recall, like top 24 protected or something ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I think the guy, kind of guys who are into that stuff they're not really big on on design. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think didn't i guess yeah so brooklyn never actually benefited at all except for that pick right it's not like they can they get his bird rights or they get anything in particular right by doing the sign trade all that all that really all they really benefit from is that one pick and the warriors benefit from um taking on a player while exceeding the cap right
0: right exactly exactly and
1: yeah and he was petty enough to ask for a first round pick instead of a second round it was originally supposed to be a second round if you remember
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's weird to me because I've always said that all the hate that KD gets from some Warriors fans, I, I don't get. I think it's weird. Um, but as KD's story evolves, it just gets stranger and and stranger. You know, it gets sadder, and, really. Yeah, and it's like you know, somewhat of his stature, of his greatness. It's just, it's, it's just odd. It's weird. You know, there have been a lot of. Hall of Fame players who've moved from team to team, you know, LeBron's moved to a bunch of teams. Jason Kidd was on a bunch of teams, whatever, but just the way it's going and wherever he ends up, there's going to be some criticism no matter where he ends up and it's just going to keep following him and and following him. But
1: it just makes the story of his career even stranger when you consider that he got drafted by the Seattle Supersonics and he played <laughs> one year in Seattle. Like, I feel like in some ways it's been downhill Ever since, but the honestly, the only way to make up for all this is when he becomes part owner or full owner of the Seattle Supersonics. Like that's that's his city, and that's yeah. his city. There's really no other city that's his. It's it's Seattle.
0: Uh, the last thing I'll ask about KD is like, pick the one team you would want to see him on for whatever reason.
1: <sighs> I mean, I I think that I'm going to take all of the considerations about what trades can actually happen, cap space, where Katie would actually want to play, which is all legacy-based. And essentially say, you know, he can't, he can't go to Boston, he can't go to the Suns, he can't go to the Heat. Those are sort of like, he's just going to spend two years getting all the Warrior jokes, Warrior 73 win jokes, right? Mm-hmm. And so I really think it's got to be New Orleans or Portland. Like, those are the places that if he goes to, he's not going to get the same shit. And there are players on each team that can, you know, that complement him. Um, I would really just love to see Zion for KD because then you get to see Zion in New York and KD yeah. surrounded by a, a lot of great players. I, I don't think Zion really works in yeah, sort of, at all uh, with the Pelicans. I think the only team, I think based on what the nets and the, the red carpet that they rolled out for, for Kyrie and KD, like they would just do the same for Zion. What about you?
0: Like I said earlier, I would love to see him in Portland just to see him with Dame. I think the Pelicans make sense too uh, for the same reasons. I don't obviously want to see him with the Suns. Although if the Suns make a trade for him, then they'd probably have to give up a, a bunch of their... Dudes, like you know, whether it's Aiton, uh Bridges, and some picks or whatever, uh, Cam Johnson, who knows what combination it is, but they become really thin all of a sudden. So I'm curious to see, like, I don't know their cap situation. Would they be able to sign anyone else? Would it all just be minimums?
1: They just lost JaVale McGee. So yeah. I don't know yeah. what they're going to do if they lose Aiton as well.
0: I just want the story to go away, to be honest, too. What? Be like serious. I want this
1: to last all summer. <laughs>
0: this would be great. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't want to see either Kyrie or KD go to the Lakers or anything like that. Um, I, I wouldn't mind, like to me, Portland and new Orleans would be great because those are uh, smaller markets and there's talent there and he could lift them up, you know what I mean? And it would be a greater challenge. I don't want to see him go to Boston or Miami. It feels like uh, those would just be, like you said, the, him just jumping on the bandwagons but also it's like you know everybody ends up in miami you know what i mean and um
1: he's a little too young uh, to end up in miami (laughs) he's gotta wait a few years right um what do you think of the west can we talk about the west now after some moves we've seen
0: yeah yeah i mean i think in the west uh if you just want to go like by the rankings of it i still put the warriors at the top um, cause I'm a homer and <laughs> no one else has proven, you know, obviously like a lot of these rosters are in flux, but I don't think anybody at the top of the West got better today. The Clippers, they signed Batum. That guy always seems to be free, a free agent and just signs with the Clippers again and again. They're probably second to me. Uh, forgetting
1: John Wall or regardless, just getting back, um, Kawhi and Paul George,
0: getting back. Kawhi and Paul George primarily I actually forgot about the John Wall thing. I think that definitely helps them. I'm curious to see what they do with him. I mean, some guy who's been out for a while when he played after his injury. I mean, he wasn't terrible. I mean, he was still John Wall playing the John Wall game, but is he going to pout and want to start over Reggie Jackson? I don't know. Well, we'll see after that. You know, it could be the Grizz. They're just improving every step of the way. Jaren Jackson has a also has a foot
1: uh, a broken foot issue. Four to six months out.
0: Yeah, that's that's rough. And you know, obviously like with a, a big man, that's always a big question mark.
1: They could and very easily be this year's Atlanta Hawks. They could. And just yeah, take a step sure. back instead of taking a step forward. The Mavs. I want to talk about the Mavs.
0: Yeah, so I I'd, I'd had the Mavs. Well, I actually have the Nuggets at uh at four. Gotcha. Uh, that's a, that's a kind of an, uh, a risky pick there, but you know, I think that they can get there. Part of it is because you don't know how Murray or Michael Porter Jr. will look when they're back. But, uh, I think that if one of them comes close to how they were before, that's going to help them a lot. I had the Mavs before I had the Mavs at fourth, but now maybe fifth it's, it's tough, right? Cause like, the whole Brunson thing, man. I mean, what do you think of of all this? Where do you, where do you put the Mavs?
1: I mean, they, they got JaVale McGee, right? And they also got Christian Wood. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I think those guys will cause the Warriors some trouble. But, I mean, losing Jalen Brunson, who is one of the only backcourt guys who could probably play with, with Luka somehow, just because he's already done it, mm-hmm. it'll just be interesting. I also have a quick segue into New York. I love how... Everybody's been talking about Jalen Brunson going to the Knicks as if it was like a Spike Lee movie that everyone's been talking about for two years. <laughs> it's just so hilarious that he's put on a pedestal. I think it's great for New York. Um, but you know, it's Jalen Brunson. I also think that it's funny that all the criticism from him, I'm hearing from the Knicks about sort of like, oh, you know, it's not that big of a deal, blah, blah, blah. I do want to talk about the other side of things, which is like, this is one of the first free agents of significance that actually picked the Knicks. I mean, this Knicks exceptionalism, which doesn't really exist anywhere. Like if they should, if they actually drafted and and picked players and convinced players in pre agents free agency, as if they were based in Indiana, they might actually do better than sitting there in their ivory tower at MSG thinking like, don't you want to play for the Knicks? Um, I, I just get a sense that this feels like the Warriors 2013, you know, when, when, uh, Andre Godala chose the Warriors and this is mm-hmm. the first piece that actually said, Hey, you know, I want to play here. And then you draft mm-hmm. well and you get a few more free agents and you get better and better. Um, obviously I don't think RJ Barrett is Steph Curry, but I think it's, I mean, I think it's a good initial move. So
0: that's, that's a positive spin on it. I've, I've kind of been critical of the move, but if it's like, Around twenty-five million, which I think is what I'm hearing, then it's not like they're giving him, you know, forty million dollars, right? <laughs> so it it makes sense to some degree for them just to get, like you said, that guy who can maybe start uh, the free agency caravan over the next year or two. Maybe it could, you know, draw some other guys. I just don't know if um, would you put him in the top. 30 players in NBA
1: top 40. I I would say top 40. Yeah, I would say top 40, but like in terms of top guards, I mean, point guards, I mean, top, top 12.
0: Here's my question. Who do you take him or D'Angelo Russell?
1: Oh, that's funny. I think, I think, I think I take Jalen Brunson because at least he tries on defense and he's, he's feistier. You know, I don't get, I don't get D'Lo at all.
0: Yeah, okay. I would I would take Jalen Brunson too because he uh he's just a better point guard. Even though he's only 6'1, he's stocky and he actually tries on defense. So but it hurts the Mavs a lot. I just don't Definitely. know what, what what moves. I'm curious to see what they'll do. So all of a sudden, like this was the Mavs. They made it to the Western Conference Finals. They add, needed to add some pieces, like, you know, a center or something. And they got Christian Wood and then now they just lost their basically their second best player.
1: I like how he didn't even answer their calls. He basically right? just bounced. That's yeah. hilarious. They didn't even give him a chance to match.
0: I mean, that's that's the kind of drama of free agency that is
1: I mean, they spurned him twice.
0: Yeah, like on they could have extended him, right? And he and they didn't.
1: And about his contract, I know it, it might seem like a lot for a guy who's like the not not top twelve, maybe Potentially not top ten guard, guard, but the the new CBA is. There's no out. potentially there, man. There's no potentially. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. the, the new the new they're gonna they're negotiating the TV contract, and there's gonna be another spike right in the um, in the salary cap. It's it's going to be smoothed out this time. It's not gonna be another like Kevin Durant hole in the Warriors uh, mm-hmm. cap, which would have been great um but this 20 110 over what four years is not going to seem like a lot of money in three years and this pertains to the Warriors too whoever the Warriors signed today is seven times um the tax implication for their salary so you know signing loon for for eight million dollars is a is 50 million dollars total um but it's not going to mean much in 2014 uh 2024.
0: The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major actions for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. I'm looking forward to all those Giants-Dodgers matchups because it's just one of the best rivalries in sports. So we'll see what the odds are for those. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Do you disagree with any of my, my rankings so far? So it's the Warriors, Clippers, Grizzlies, Nuggets mavericks
1: yeah I, I think that makes sense for the regular season i would not put the clippers up there for the playoffs i don't think those three guys last two more than two rounds
0: yeah i mean that that's a whole nother conversation for sure right
1: i mean i was the one that predicted cp3 like breaking down the last you did. games you did. right yeah, I, I was like how come why is he playing so many minutes
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You texted me during the season. You're like, Chris Paul is playing every game and he's playing tons of minutes. And I looked at his stats at that point and I was like, oh my God, he ha- he's played every game. And then he got hurt. And I was like, oh, well, that's that's a a break for him. But then he still petered out. That's why I said after the Suns lost to the Mavericks, I was like, their, their window's closed. I mean, obviously if they get KD, then... It's a whole different kind of window, but CP three as great as he is, he's just, I mean, it's kind of like the LeBron AD thing. Like you just don't really know how many games they'll be able to play. And Chris Paul, unless they figure out how to rest him and they find a backup point guard, who's better than campaign and can actually just play more minutes and play and start some games during the season then CP3 is not going to be able... I mean, however old he is. I mean, how old is he? <laughs> like 37. 38, 37? Yeah. So he'll be 38 in next year's playoffs. I mean, look at Andre Godala, man. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah. Man. It's insane. It's the regular season. Did not, someone not tell him?
0: Yeah, it was one of those things. It just felt like, you know, the Suns were going after the best record in their history, the same way the Warriors went for the best record in NBA history, almost. Let's you know, remind
1: coming. everybody that in the four major sports, the team that has their best regular season record of all time never won the championship that year.
0: So who do you have
1: sixth? After all that? I mean, also, I also think the Grizzlies should be higher. I'm afraid of the Grizzlies. Like, I'm yeah. definitely afraid. Like, okay. Okay. Uh, but, you know, who knows what JJJ is going to do? But also, I also think that they might slip back. They're also, there's a lot of Clippers, like vibes from uh, like whatever, 2015 or something where they, they haven't actually earned anything, but they're walking around like they have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm yeah. still scared of them.
0: Basketball gods yeah. don't smile upon that kind of uh, blustery stuff sometimes, you know? So we've seen how that's bitten the the Clippers. So you would actually have Warriors, Grizzlies, and then Clippers?
1: yeah uh i don't even have i don't even i don't i just don't trust the clippers i mean i all think right. during the regular season they're going to load manage all those guys and i then i don't trust them in the playoffs okay so i i mean i think theoretically it's a great team um i mean yeah so i don't know i mean i think it's going to be crazy next year i I wouldn't discount the timberwolves or the pelicans either
0: so at six. I would probably slide in. I mean, it's, it's hard to say, right? Because this is like the first day of free agency and the KD stuff isn't settled. But I could potentially go with the Suns at six. I think I had them there in my mind before. Um, I, would, I could slot them in there. And then after that, I think I would give it to the Wolves you know i think i think the jazz are going to fall off and then to me it's like after the wolves maybe the maybe the jazz or pelicans i don't know that's where it gets a little foggy for me uh again pelicans depends the way. if they end up getting a healthy zion then and it works out then they move up if they trade for kd even more so
1: i think if you if you think John Wall, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George are going to make it through the season next year, then I think you should also assume that Zion would, if you're, if you're that person, if you're that optimistic person.
0: Then, yeah. So I take the Wolves at seven, and then the Pelicans at eight. I'm, I'm going to put the Jazz in the play-ins. Yeah. My bad. Yeah.
1: I feel like there's going to be a trade. The Jazz, there's going to be some sort of trade involving the Jazz.
0: I mean, they're just so stale, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, there, there's a reason why Quinn Snyder left.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've been there for eight years, and they plateaued, and they showed who they really were. They were like the 2014, 2015 Atlanta Hawks last season. Um, yeah,
1: and if the Kings were any other team playing for any other city, I might, I might say that I'd, I'd like them for the play-in, but they're the Kings. So,
0: where do you put the Lakers and the Blazers?
1: I, I think the Blazers are, are going to be terrible this year. Mm-hmm. I just don't see don't, – don't forget that Dame is coming back from an injury as well. Mm-hmm. It was like a stomach injury. <laughs> it's not right. like – it's something that they can't really explain.
0: Which is important, but it's not like a leg injury at least.
1: But it's but it's like a core injury.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. injury yeah. to your core.
1: Yeah. And I don't like – I mean, obviously, I, don't, I just don't like the Lakers this year. I mean, as long as – unless they rest Russ. I mean, are they going to have the guts to not play Russ?
0: They will. They will. I think they will. They have to because if they don't after an offseason of trying to move him and, you know, Rob Blinka and Darvin Ham, they've said that they've sat down with him and talked about what's expected, whether or not he's going to buy in and do some of the things that he needs to do, which they've said include playing better defense. I don't even know if he can. Then uh, we'll see. I I hope. I mean, I'm really looking forward to – Another year of Russ on the Lakers, man. I mean,
1: like, oh, can you? I just looked it up. I can't. I still can't believe. It. Do you know how much money he's getting paid this year?
0: Forty-seven million.
1: Forty-seven million dollars.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my god.
0: It's, it makes it's me insane. Feel so good. It's insane, and it's it's wild because at least when Chris Paul kept signing for bigger contracts, I was like, man. Remember when he got traded to OKC? It was like, oh man, he's just gonna end his career there, and they're gonna be yeah. terrible, and and his contract, is not gonna be able to get moved, and you know, good on him. I mean, he brought OKC either to the playoffs, like the first round, or almost to the playoffs, and then you know, he he made the Suns who they are now. You know, he have you ever have game.
1: you ever seen Russell Westbrook like talk to another teammate to give him advice or get him to be a better basketball player? <laughs>
0: Only that one time last season where AD and LeBron were sitting on the bench kind of like stewing. They were pissed about something or like, you know, mad about a loss. And Russ was up there, you know, walking up to them, trying to cheer them up and, and everything or say some stuff to encourage them. Couldn't hear what he said. He was facing awake, so couldn't even try to read his lips. But like uh, it was just one of those memes that went around where like AD and LeBron – wanted nothing to do with whatever he was saying. So that's (laughs) the only time. That's the only time I've ever seen him, you know, do some kind of attempt, some kind of leadership, uh, uh, get the morale of the team up. You know, what would have helped the morale of the team is if he actually, you know, tried to do the things that uh, would help the team. The thing about Russ that, that, uh, maybe I've said this before, but maybe I haven't said it to you. It's like the thing about Russ and people that defend him, are, like, you know, he's so emotional. He'll do whatever it takes to win. And then my response to that is, like, he'll do whatever it takes to win except the things that the team needs him to do to win, you know? (laughs) Like, he'll only do the things that uh, are flashy that he enjoys. He's not going to play defense. He's not going to become a better shooter. He's not going to spot up. Spot up to do what? (laughs) Well, exactly. He's not a better shooter. So, I look forward to that. I mean the one thing is they the Lakers they got Juan Toscano Anderson. They picked him up, which was kind of expected once you know I heard that he signed with Clutch and, and uh, Rich Paul. It was like, oh, it seems like a connection with the Lakers makes makes the most sense and uh I I wish uh, JTA the best. Uh, I wish uh <laughs> I hope like his uh his his time there ends up better personally for him than Kent Bazemore's did uh, this past season.
1: Well, the good news about the Lakers signing um, Juan Toscano is we're all, as well as Damian Jones and Lonnie Walker is, I think Lonnie Walker is coming in at the mid-level exception, right? Which means they're not going to yeah. be able to go after um, Otto Porter. I think Otto Porter was on their list. Yeah. So. yeah, And the fact that all the warrior free agents are have been quiet so far is probably a good sign. That means mm-hmm. they weren't sort of negotiating with other teams. I hope that means that they've been negotiating with the Warriors.
0: The fact that there was no news on Looney getting an offer or GP2 getting an offer, all that stuff bodes well. Um, I mean, you mentioned that Dallas has interest in Gary Payton II. You know, I mean, they're dealing with the Brunson and stuff today. They might get an offer out tonight. Who knows? But, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can keep those guys. And personally, I think Otto Porter Jr., if he gets an offer for like more than the minimum somewhere and it's a decent team he yeah, you know he might take it but i don't know what other teams have uh in terms of in terms of cap space right now
1: it it's crazy cuz i i kept thinking he was older but i looked at his age again he's 29 like he's yeah. within the sort of the middle level age range of players that mm-hmm. can stay long term but he's just not he doesn't play like a 29 year old at all like you oh, he got he's a 60 year old then yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I agree. It's really just uh Looney and, and Gary Payton that I'm worried about.
0: Yeah, and if you know, and I've said this already before, it's like I would love to keep a roster spot for Andre Guadala, you know, if they can afford to have him. So
1: Yeah, the uh, U- Udanus Haslam role.
0: Yeah, man. Just him talking to the old heads, to the young dudes, to Kerr, like he's he 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 is helpful to everybody in the organization to be honest you know it's
1: crazy because it makes so much a bigger difference to be the 15th man on the, on the bench versus mm-hmm. a coach like you look at andrea Iguodala in uniform not playing at all as a 15th man and then uh, you look at barbosa in a suit and like they barely the players barely pay attention to barbosa uh, but they're right. they listen intently like it doesn't matter if you're a player versus a coach yeah. so yeah i hope it happens yeah yeah but they also want to keep that 15 spot open. So I don't know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, man. Well, welcome back. And uh, I look forward to hearing more of your uh, takes during basically your season, which is the off season.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which is great. Yeah. I can't wait for us to come up with the random, like, Oh, we still have to rank the top 10 uh, fan favorite warrior lineups, right? That's still in the books.
0: Oh, man, I don't even remember. Uh, I'll take a look at that spreadsheet uh, soon enough. All right, man. Well, uh, good to to have you on. This has been another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash warriors Check out our website, oaklandwarriors.com, and be sure, please, to tell our Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts and say nice stuff about us in a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be hugely appreciated and helpful. Thanks for listening, and that's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.